Hi, and welcome to the Unknown Secrets of SEO Podcast. Hi, welcome back. Thanks for joining us for another fun-filled edition of our podcast. This is podcast 34. 34 already? Woo, yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Hey, I gave you the three, two, one countdown. You're still texting. I know, I know. I'm like, all right, what else is in the news? I'm looking at the news. <laughs> Anything. We need some news item. Well, as is usual, we want to talk a little bit briefly about what we uh, what we discussed last time. We actually went through um, three of seven points on the website tosm.org. Remember the new, that? The new, uh, the new SEO account, Texas yeah. Orthopedics. Texas Orthopedics. So that's a great podcast. It, it really is a good perspective on you know how do we look at a website, how do we analyze it, how do we decide what we're going to be doing and what changes we're going to make. Uh, often, what changes are we going to make before we even start SEO? Mm-hmm. So go back and listen to that. Um, we still have some people out there who have promised us iTunes reviews. Mm-hmm. And anyone else out there who's gotten some beneficial information from this podcast, we know who you are. <laughs> and we know where you live. Well, I don't have your... Well, we have their email yeah, address. Yeah. We know where you live on the internet. <laughs> on the internet, yes. Watch out. We'll stick, stick most serious on you. <laughs> I'll send a virus to your computer, fool. <laughs> um, so please, yes, help us out. Write a review. Uh, also, you can find us on Twitter, e-webstyle. Actually, that's twitter.com slash e-webstyle. Um, you can also find us on Facebook. The easiest way to find our Facebook page is to go to ewebstyle.com slash Facebook, and that will automatically forward you to Facebook, our Facebook page. Also, if you want to send us an email, we got a couple emails here. This is awesome, so we'll be answering those soon. Uh, yes, what did I say? I said, we have a couple of emails here. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, they go, they're going crazy. <laughs> and the studio audience goes wild. Woo! And uh, so we'll be answering those emails uh, here pretty shortly. Um, news. What's in the news for today? You know, there's only one thing in the news today. Really? What's that? That is well. They're okay. Two. Okay. Ma- maybe three. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> About a slow news day. Yeah. Uh, Nobel Peace Prize. Shocking news. Goes to Obama. How about that? They said they had to wake him up. <laughs> <laughs> That's how shocked the world was. He didn't know that he was going to get there. You didn't know he was. The, he wasn't even a front runner. We One know of the announced front runners. He wasn't. We we've been talking about this all morning. We know we got a lot of international listeners out there, so we'd love some perspective from you guys. Um, you know, my first reaction is okay. He was nominated after being in office for sixteen for, days. Twelve. I think it was twelve. Twelve days. days. He had okay. Been in office. So let's be honest. He didn't do shit in twelve days <laughs> that deserves the Nobel Peace Prize. Let's just be honest. Yeah, right? he did. He got elected president. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he needed at that point. Uh, you know, progress, there's something to be said. I guess there's something to be said about progress. Yeah. <laughs> and it's called the Nobel, Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, it's the Nobel Peace Prize. Um, so if I were the next president, I don't win the Nobel Peace Prize, I'd be pissed. Yeah. Like, this, is, this is whack. Yeah, I've been mean, in office four months. Bush was in eight years. He didn't win the Nobel Peace Prize. Well, Obama, Obama did it in, Obama in 12 days. Because, Obama won probably because Bush was in office for eight yeah, years. Yeah, that was like, yeah, because you, know, you like, beat the Republicans. Anybody, yeah, you, the, you're breathing? No, Great. Nobel Peace Come on, Prize. you get the Nobel Peace Prize because you're you're just not that guy. <laughs> you win because you're not that guy. Yeah, so that was my initial reaction. The the other reaction is, you know what? It, it doesn't. My opinion doesn't even matter because this is actually a statement, I believe, from the international community. 
You know, it's not it's not a statement about you know internal statement of U.S. politics. It's it's just a statement from the international community, uh, and frankly, it's clearly a statement of approval of the efforts and things that uh, Obama's doing. So you know, uh, I may not like a lot of what he's doing. Um, did you see the SNL skit with Obama? No, but I heard that they're kind of calling him out, like. What are you going to do now? Oh, the honeymoon is over. That's what I read. They were saying, honeymoon's over. What are you going to do? It was absolutely hilarious. And it was, you know, it was really the first roast that SNL has done of Obama. And, you know, some of the pundits were saying, oh, that's because, you know, he doesn't really have anything to fall back on. He's not, you know, a prolific womanizer. He's not a total alcoholic. You know, he doesn't have some (laughs) major, major flaws. Yeah, he doesn't, he hasn't thrown up on a Japanese president. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so this was, you know, it took them a while to come up with a piece and, and they did. So. Uh, I have no idea where I was going with that, and we shall move on. So, you know, this is just a comment from the international community saying, you know, hey, uh, we like we like at least the thought processes and the things that he's doing. Um, you know, I, we, we gave lip service to his apology tour. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently the apology tour Works. has helped to change... Uh, I have to believe has helped to change. And then you follow up and we could get on long discussions about should we actually be trying to get rid of nuclear weapons, which of course we should, and at the same point we shouldn't even be discussing it because part of that would be us giving up our nuclear weapons and that's not going to happen, I don't believe. (laughs) At least not in Texas, we're not giving up our... Texas isn't giving up theirs. We'll succeed. We we have our own stockpile. (laughs) Them's fighting words. We'll succeed. We'll succeed at seceding. I I, I keep a little enriched uranium at the house, you know, for shits and giggles. Get on the download, (laughs) man. You know, there's a party, people are passing around enriched uranium. Hey, I'm I'm not going to pass up on it. We got tens of (laughs) listeners. That can can, can spread out. Be careful. Tens of listeners. <laughs> and, and all of them have sent us an email. <laughs> all right, um, so so that was that. We also one of the things in the news we noticed, and and really the the fact that the couple died, and that's tragic. Oh yeah, that lady. But the lady Gosh. who showed up at her at her daughter's soccer practice, right? Yes. A her five year old daughter, and she shows up with a loaded hand holstered gu- holstered handgun. Hand gun. To, was that in Texas? I, nah, thankfully not. No, really? it wasn't. It, I, that, I'm a little disappointed, <laughs> frankly. I'm a little surprised. Yeah, I know it was here in the states, but unfortunately, over the this past couple of days, she was her and her husband were found dead. Her uh, kids got out, so they're fine. Yeah. With you know whatever postulate murder suicide whatever, but um, that's where it's. So, I mean, strange. I I understand you have a right to carry a gun, but I mean. To a five-year-old soccer game. Yeah, let's be appropriate. There's a right? lot of places you can make. And actually, yeah. she got her uh, she got her uh, handgun license uh, revoked by the county for that. For that, they I gave it back to her, but they were just saying, "Ah, oh, you need to use better judgment." Better, just better which judgment. you should. Uh, yeah, you should never take a handgun to a to a five-year-old soccer game. I mean, I'm taking maybe, my kid out of that. Game. Maybe to a town hall meeting. Oh yeah, that's, that's but cool. not to a five-year-old or, soccer game, or, or to a rally. Man, dude, some dude took an M16 to a uh, like a, an anti-Obama rally. Well, I, saw, I saw this a while back. Like the the Panthers used to carry like AK-47s yeah. Yeah. at the rally meetings and stuff back in the day. I don't know if they had. I don't think. That's you know that's not even a concealed yeah. handgun. That's just like that's I'm like, gonna that, please try to take this away from me. Yeah, go, please go for it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So that's uh, that's the two items in the news that we have. Um, 
So we've got our uh, we've got our listener mail. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. I like that. Um, Who's the first letter from? First is from a good and dear friend of ours, Joe Orsack. If you guys have been listening to our podcast, you've heard the interview with Joe. It was an amazing interview. It's a four-part. Actually, I'm going to post the last part today, okay. which will sound weird while you're listening to this. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I'm posting the last part uh, three episodes ago. Because that is the last part of that four-part series, and it was a great, great mm-hmm. interview. We, you know, he he's a marketing expert, so he gave us some great ideas about marketing business, how to set up a website, um, you know, some really good fundamentals about a business and business processes and business um, concepts in terms mm-hmm. of a, having a marketing plan. And then uh, that was really the first two parts of the interview, that, and then the third and fourth part of the interview were about um, about us kind of his ripping site, his website to his, shreds. His SEO on his website. Yeah. So if you want to hear somebody get their website ripped to shreds, yeah, go, yeah, that's it. We're gonna yeah. rip his website a, a new domain. Anybody like to I don't know. Rip, hear, <laughs> see somebody get their website ripped to shreds? Yeah, yeah. apparently a lot of people want to see. Right, it. Right. Go back and listen to our podcast, and I can actually. I should be able to tell. I think that was podcast uh, 31. Podcast 31. Uh, anyway, Joe has sent us one question after that, and then this is his actually his second question. Um, thanks, Joe. Uh, we're still in touch. Uh, awesome. Th- here's a quick question. If you have a bunch of domain names, like Improve My Credit Houston, Improve My Credit Dallas, Improve My, improve my Credit Austin, and they all forward to one ImproveMyCreditUSA.com website, how does Google look at that? Good, bad, indifferent? Does it help at all? Mm-hmm. All right. Do you have any theories or postulations? If I had to take this? a wild guess. And when you say wild, you're using... Wild and great. <laughs> I mean, just out of control guess. I'd, I'd say, okay, Google's intelligent enough to understand that um, you're pointing all of these URLs or to the same place. All of these websites are going to go to the same place. So my, my concern would be like, would maybe would it consider a duplicate content? Would Google consider these separate websites or all one website? If it considers them separate, then they all have the exact same thing on them. And, and, what, maybe, and that's, that's great. So that's what does what Google guess. do with exact same websites? You get penalized. They take it out of their index. Well, remember, technically they say they oh, yeah, don't that's right. penalize. That's right. they, they, <laughs> they just don't show the results. Yeah. <laughs> And it sounds like a penalty to me. Yeah. So basically, so is that yeah, correct? Is that that's that, exactly right? What okay. happens is, uh, is you end up in those websites will end up in the supplemental. Um, those websites are considered by Google to have duplicate content. Um, they say that there's no penalty uh, for that, and 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 in some sense there may not be, depending on the competitiveness of the terms. We've seen websites that, if you type in this particular example, so if you type in improve. Literally improve space my space credit space Dallas. Okay. The website improve my credit Dallas dot com. The fact that the word Dallas is included in the URL and in the actual domain name may be just that one little click to put it more uh, to put it higher than improve my credit USA dot com the same page. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it could show up for improve my credit Dallas. And it wouldn't show up. You you would never see improvemycreditusa.com and right under it improve my credit uh, Dallas. Right? It, it, Google recognizes it's duplicate con- yeah. content. It recognizes that if you're showing the same web pages, that's a bad service for its clients. 
but it can have some. It has the potential of having positive effects. So, um, which which would be what? Because that's my next question: is why would someone want to do that? I've seen people. We we just had a client that built a website that has um, two domains, and they're pointing to the same place. So, what's what's the benefit? We have clients with ten. So, I think the reason we have a client with ten is that one of the individuals at that company went and heard something about the having it in the domain name makes a difference, and it does. Uh, and just that example that I gave you again, improve my credit, searching for improve my credit Dallas. The fact that it's duplicate content isn't really relevant if, if in fact, improve my credit Dallas gets a more positive, more favorable uh, placement than any yeah, other web page. Improve my credit, right? Just dot com or improve my credit USA and any other web page, right? Mm-hmm. So that's how you're going to get on the first position. Um, so. Uh, it, it doesn't really it, it doesn't really matter that uh, you know if you've got them duplicated and you're not technically getting a penalty. It's just not going to show both at the same time. Okay, that, it's, I that, think that, that, that makes perfect sense. So, I mean, is as long as it gets. I mean, but if I'm the website owner, as long as one of them shows up, you're I'm happy. happy, right? Well, and 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 to ensure that, what you really want to do is actually create a kind of duplicate website with unique content right so take improve my credit dallas and actually point it have its own page mm-hmm. with the key keywords that he's obviously targeting which are improve my credit dallas in that in that document so i have a dallas page a houston page right. an austin page okay so now that now it's not duplicate so all the correct and all the links in the improve my credit dallas page would point to the improve my credit usa.com page Right, so it could have the exact same look and feel. Just the target keyword is "improve my credit, Dallas," okay. and it's got unique content. Google is going to like that a lot. And then because it has the same look and feel, when the customer transitions to "improve my credit, USA.com," they don't really know. They're, they feel comfortable. The they on the same. Looks spot. like the same thing. It's layout the same way. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. So it'd be better to have actually multiple, you know, in, in a couple of pages. Uh, well, at least individual content for each of for those each domain page. names. Which shouldn't be that big of a deal to do. So, um, so that's the answer there, Joe. Thanks for that question. Um, hopefully, you know, keep those questions coming. We're those are you got some good questions. He's, he does have some really good, good questions. questions. Yeah, we got to give props to him. All right, next question. Nate Doll. Nate Deal Double G. What's up, Nate? <laughs> Nate Cotton. He's with the well. His uh, <laughs> uh, where's he with? Dance Central? Uh, yeah, it's alldancecentral.com, right? And so he has a very interesting question. It says, uh, I am using mod, and I'm going to kind of spell this at mod underscore rewrite, to take off everything after the dot in a URL to clean it up. So all, all the following URLs will resolve to the first one on the list. And so the first one on the list is alldancecentral.com slash testing. The next one is slash testing.php. Mm-hmm. And the next one is slash testing.php question mark equals a dot bunch dot of dot junk. So he's just saying, you know, whenever you've got those query strings after after the web page, yeah. and this is true in ASP and and in most of the dynamic content um, generation uh, programming languages like dot yeah. php dot ASP. Um, I've seen those. You have these websites like these huge long names. And some of the, the the query words that you queried are actually in that name. So he wants to just kind of 
I guess okay, truncate so, it. So with, yeah, so what'll happen is say you're on testing.php and you do a search with three criteria, right? You're gonna search, let's say it's a bookstore. You're searching a title, an author, and a publication year, mm -hmm. right? So the way that could get submitted would be, you know, testing.php question mark. Title equals um, Paul Hansen. Paul, that is great author. But title equals Paul Hansen is great. Author equals Paul Han Paul Hansen. Yeah. Shakespeare and, and date author. equals never. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so you see, that's got those long. It's got those two uh, query two those, terms, yeah. three terms actually in the query. And so that goes to the server that way. But when the server comes back, it's going to truncate it and just have it say testing, just the folder testing. Yeah. Um, mod rewrite is software that runs on the server is a, is a, is a function that runs on the server to do this. And, uh, so here's this question. We didn't even get to the question yet. Wow. <laughs> Does Google possibly see that as bad to take the file extension? So Google doesn't know what it is. And what he's saying is if I change from testing.php to just testing, is that bad? Or does Google like that I'm manipulating the file name? Is it possibly black hat? All right. So... Here's here's my position on this. Really, what you're what you want to do, and what mod rewrite is typically done f to do, is you do. It's nice to use it to make you are search engine friendly URLs, right? Yes. So instead of having the testing.php question mark author equals Paul Hansen, yeah. title equals Paul Hansen is great, uh, published date equals never. Instead of having all of that, what you can actually do is the mod rewrite can change it to slash testing slash author slash Paul Hansen slash and it can do all slashes. Okay. Right? Which is a more SEO friendly URL. With those, then you have and in fact actually it wouldn't say author. It would just say testing slash Paul, Paul Hansen slash Paul Hansen. Because that's, that's the space where the author, the author goes, goes. Slash Paul Hansen is great because that's the space where the title goes slash you know, whatever, uh, never, right? Okay. So that that URL actually is valuable. The thing that it looks like uh, Nate might be doing here is if you've got a lot of information and it's a different page and you're just showing to Google it's the page called testing, mm -hmm. but the page called testing could have all of your books, some of your books, only the books by Paul Hansen, only the books by Chris Burris, then now there's no consistency for that page. When okay. Google says testing, if it comes to it in different places, it's going to say, okay, well, these are two different pages. What's going on? I don't know what to do which with to, this information. Yeah. It sounds like it would get confusing. Or if it got that far, or if, if it did one of those search queries or went to, you know, clicked authors, Paul Hansen, titles, whatever, because the Google bot can effectively do that, if you're always sending it back to testing, well, Google's going to say, I've already looked at this page. I know oh. the content on this page. And, the, and so if you search for author is Chris Burris, Google could say, well, I've been to testing before, and the author is Paul Hansen. Well, no, so. even different is, I already know what's on testing. Oh. I don't need to parse that information again. Oh, the first time okay. I went to testing, it was this information. That's what I have in my database. I did it 10 seconds ago, or I did it an hour ago. I don't need to do it again. Okay. So if you've got new relevant content on that new testing page because of the search process, mm -hmm. Google's potentially going to ignore that. 
it, it doesn't care because it knows what's on. It knows what's on. What's on and that that's testing the, page. That's the in the air quote mark. It yeah, knows, knows. <laughs> which you can all see that <laughs> that that page has a specific piece of information, collection of information, which it has already found, parsed, and stored in its database. So um, you got to be really careful with that because you want unique content on each URL, mm-hmm. and so you you know really you want you know like I described, you really want it to to, to resolve to some kind of standard that you can that makes sense so and that makes sense to me all right cool so there's your answer nate nate dog (laughs) all right paul was gonna you did reply to this one right yeah yeah you're gonna reply and you were gonna put nate dog yeah i was (laughs) i was gonna be like all right well i'll send it to you on friday nate Dog Nate Deal Double G. You know, you really could have done that because he signs uh, his name in N-A- and then the number eight, eight which Nate. is awesome. That's cool. That's cool. That's very cool. All right, thanks a lot, Nate. Nate Cotton. And then Nate I Dog. No, it's Nate Dog. Nate Dog. What you call him, <laughs> Nate Dog? All right, so let's get uh, our next. What are we? We're we picking up where we left off. We are Texas O. We are picking up where we left. You said that well. All right. <laughs> I don't know if there's any other way to say it, but you said it well. <laughs> How far did we get last time? Two? So we covered backlinks. We covered quality site content. We covered good title tags and our next item. And by the way, again, I just want to reiterate, we're getting this kind of list of SEO fundamentals from Turner Dow. And I don't have the website on here. Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, turnerdow.com. That's uh, D-O-W.com. And uh, he just came up with this kind of standard list of SEO fundamentals. We thought we'd change it up because we have our own kind of list that we go through. So we're using his list, and we're analyzing the website TOSM.org. And it's an orthopedic surgery center in Tomball, Texas. Where they ride horses, they do surgery on a horse. Yeah. While riding a horse, (laughs) we perform surgery. Wow. (laughs) Is that on the website? (laughs) We should put it on there. We need some images of that on the website. All right, so the next thing that's in this list, again, we did backlinks, quality site content, good title tags. The next is no JavaScript for content. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? I know every website's got JavaScript. Yes. Or just about every Most, Yeah, a lot of them have JavaScript. Um, really what it's looking at is a, a, a couple of things. So there are some levels of JavaScript. Uh, JavaScript is usually used for... Um, the navigation buttons, okay. right? Like in, in, in class, I mean, it's used for all sorts of things. On a very classic website that uses JavaScript, there are uh, it uses JavaScript for the buttons. And kind of the point here is that Google can't follow some JavaScript, right? So you may have these nice buttons. Um, they buttons may actually be text, but mm-hmm. you've done some unique things with JavaScript, so the text changes colors or or the website sings, or whatever it does as they're scrolling over the particular links, if that's all done with JavaScript, there's the potential that Google can't actually traverse your website. Okay, so is it best to not have JavaScript on your navigation? No, uh, it's actually good to have JavaScript because it can do some very fancy things, so that's actually a good thing. Uh, What you want to do, and what we often end up doing with our clients, is at the bottom of their website, we'll have kind of, a link pyramid, a link, yeah, what we okay. call a link pyramid. So you've just got to, you know, there's the actual hardcore, and that does a couple of things. If you're, if you're, um, you know, often the, the the navigation links are images. Mm-hmm. So if they're images, 
What does Google do well, with Google, images? Well, Google's not going to read that because that's a picture. doesn't see text, right? So if the image is, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know, we'll say of a, of a plumber in Houston, right? So it's got the Houston skyline and a butt crack. Yeah. Right, so it's a plumber in Houston. Because that says plumber. <laughs> Nothing says plumber like butt, <laughs> butt crack. crack. <laughs> <laughs> you can quote me on that. <laughs> I will. As a matter of fact, I will. <laughs> um, then you know, then you're not Google. Just you know, it's images. It clicks. It goes to the next page. Google may or may not be able to get there. You know, if it was, if it didn't have JavaScript, it could get there. Obviously, if it does have JavaScript, depending on you know how intricate it is, it can or can't get there. Um, but at the end of the day, you're not you're not using the keywords that you'd like to use to get people to that web page. So at the bottom, you would say, you know, Houston Plumber. Okay. And link that to the details of your, you know, the Houston Plumber details page. What about having, let's say if a person has JavaScript on their navigation buttons, what about having a sitemap? Would that also kind of do the same thing? You also, okay, so, the, so there's, yes, absolutely you want to okay. have a sitemap. And the thing I was just talking about is a value that a sitemap doesn't provide. Okay. Right? So if the home page, which has a certain PR ranking, is linking to your uh, Plumber Houston page, Mm -hmm. then there's some Google juice that flows there. Right? If you don't have that link and it's just an image or it's just JavaScript that Google can't follow, Mm -hmm. then it just links there. So there's no Google – the thing that links to the page – doesn't indicate to Google what should be at the end of that page. Of the next page. Right? Okay. And a sitemap, let's say it's JavaScript that Google can't follow, the sitemap would make Google aware of that page, but you're losing the opportunity to link to that page with relevant keywords. Okay. Right? So how can now how can I check if my if I if that is happening to my website? If you've got JavaScript and it and that's your navigation then really what you want to do is just, uh, well, there's two ways, actually. Um, you want to add the pyramid anyway. Okay. Right? It's bo- it's at the bottom. You want to make sure it's visible. You definitely do not want to hide it because that's hidden text. can mm-hmm. be considered black hat. Um, it's a small thing. It's in- inobtrusive, unobtrusive. And then the other thing that, the other way that you can find out, because that's a great question, is you can actually, remember we talked about the links text browser? Yes. A couple of podcasts ago, uh, we talked about the link text browser, and what that'll do is it'll allow you to view uh, the website as a text as browser, a text. and incidentally, a Google robot or any of the search engine bots is going to pick up view all it that text. like a text browser. Okay, right? They see your website only like a text browser. It's not any more talented or complicated than that. So if if you can see the links in your text browser. Then, then Google fine. will probably be able to oh. follow them. So, if, and, and if you can't pull it up, I'd say just go. If even if you still can't figure it out, would it be a good idea just to, for everyone to have a site map and to have the text links towards the bottom of their site? Yes. Okay. Abs- absolutely. So, if you want to look at it, go look at the eWeb Style uh, homepage. We have one at the bottom. Yeah. So, if you want to look at okay, what 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 should I do? What does that link pyramid that we're yeah, talking look about like, look like? Take a look at ours. You can go to eWeb Style. And uh, in short order, you probably will be able to go to TOSM because we just got them for SEO. So okay, that's so, probably something. So now we got to put that up there. So that's something that we'll, <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Someone's going to say, I know we're going to get an email. Y'all don't even have that on the TOSM yeah, website. You're just, you're just jiving at us. What's up? <laughs> All right. So the next thing on the list here is uh, no frames. Wow. You know, I don't see that very often anymore. No. Right. I used to see it a lot, and I used to be really, really annoying. Yeah, it was. It was it, it, 
frames. I've done a co- I did a one mm-hmm. website <laughs> in the past, <laughs> and uh, it was it's really hard to get it right. Right, you know, to make sure the navigation flows properly because it's you know, do I want this page? Is, it 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 is non-trivial to get good frames to work, and you spend all that time and effort on frames, and at the end of the day. Google has a hard time figuring out what's going on. Cause, so just don't have them? Basically. Yeah, don't, do not use frames. Don't bother. Period. Now, the, the caveat to that is there's a thing called an iframe. You can use an iframe. Um, there's some value in that. Um, and sometimes, you know, if you're, if, if, if you're aware of the challenges that the frame can cause to search engines and you know how to get around those, you know, maybe you have a small little link to a non-frame website, um, maybe you've, you know, whatever it may be, if you know how to get around that issue, then all you, then go ahead and make a frames because maybe mm-hmm. there's some things that you can do in a frame that's pretty nice. Uh, in reality, you should be able to do all of those things without frames. I well, mean, explain what a frame is. So, so I mean, I, cause I know what a frame is. If I see a website that's framed, I can instantly tell, but I'm not sure if I could actually explain it. Somewhere. Yeah. Wow. Well, so if you're looking at a frame, a framed website and you actually see a line say maybe you see a navigation bar across the top and you see a dividing line that's kind of like looks like the browser has created the dividing line between the top and the bottom Mm -hmm. or the left and the right that's a frame website probably right and then you can end up having scroll bars so you could have maybe you've got navigation over on the left Mm -hmm. and you've got a scroll bar because you've got so many navigation links that's exactly how i've seen it and there's a scroll bar right in the middle so you can go down and see everything that is a and that's a that's a frame right that's one of the ways you know the frames now in terms of programming a frame is actually really a collection of independent websites so that's one of the reasons that Google has a hard time with it is because the websites are actually it's it's, it's like two websites in one kind of or three or four depending on how many frames you have. So so each, like the, if I if I go to Google and here's what I think of a frame site. If I go to Google and I search for images, I like I t- Google Paul Hansen and at the top I click images. And then you get a list of images and if you click on one of those images, I do this a lot for like videos and images, it pulls up an image of it pulls up a little bitty, the thumbnail of that image, and then below that is there's like a an article where that image was was collect. actually in. And there's yep. a scroll bar, that, like the image at the top. It might be one inch. Yep. And there's a scroll bar to let you go up and down, and then below where the article is, there's another scroll bar to go down and read the article. That's when when I think of a frame site, that's what I think of because I, I look for you know I'm always looking at images. Uh, that's right. So so I just typed Google. in dog pictures in Google. And then when the results come up, I click images, and then we'll just click one of those. We'll click this. Oh, a little cute, cute puppy looking. Yeah, we'll click him. Thing. And then, yep. And in fact, Google even ah, provides remove, a thing that says remove, remove frame. frame, so you can actually just visit that website and look at that website. So yeah, that's a great example of what a frame is. Don't do it. Don't. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really is that simple. And uh, and as it applies to uh, to Texas Orthopedics here, um, we don't have frames. Yeah, no frames. No frame, me no likey, framey. No frame, framey, no good. Framey, me no likey. Um, and actually, we've talked about some of these, but uh, our time has run out. So we've got two more things that we need to discuss. They're pretty simple, uh, but we'll save them for next time. Um, that is uh, no hidden text and no duplicate text. 
we could almost stop with that, but we'll we'll, we'll pick it up and talk yeah. about some more details about why not to have hidden text and you know some more ramifications of duplicate text. So, what a great podcast! Make sure you go to iTunes and fill out a review, please. Um, also, keep those questions coming. Keep the questions coming in. Keep your uh, requests for uh, analysis coming in. Keep stalking us. Get your stalk on, everybody. We are on Twitter. <laughs> follow us on Twitter and follow and be our fan on, on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> stalk us somehow. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Oh, and, oh, you know, I forgot to say this last week to Emily in the Philippines. I want to show my, uh, my, uh, my skill here, my Tagalog skill. Okay. Emily, this is especially for you. Mahal kita. Yes. Awesome. That's, awesome. All, I, that's all I know in Tagalog. Oh, that's so awesome. apparently t- the world knows that I love Emily Cow because it means I love you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all I know. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> Get, that's the long-distance group on. <laughs> <laughs> to all our podcast listeners, Mahal Kita from the website. Oh, all of them. <laughs> all tens of them. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. You can send us an email at podcast at ewebstyle.com. Um... What a great podcast. We're going to have another great one next week. Thank you for showing up. Until the next podcast, my name is Chris Burris. And this is Paul Hanson. Bye-bye for now. Slightly raised up eyebrow, highbrow. Tamely, gamely, headed my way. Cool as mountain snow, girl, glow, girl. Pining, shining, needing some play. She's gonna set me free In my daydream She's my fantasy If I find